This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. This week, we are going to be cooking up a dish in my kitchen. Since we're home a lot more nowadays due to the COVID-19 pandemic, I thought it would be useful and hopefully really fun as well for you listeners to learn a bit more about cooking and get to know a simple recipe or two. Today, we are going to be making a Gula Malaka cake. Now, I love Gula Malaka, and I'm sure most of you Malaysians do as well. For me, as far as my food memory goes, I remember it being my earliest ingredient infatuation. And I think for as long as I bake, Gula Malaka will always have a special place in my heart and also in my pantry. But one thing about Gula Malaka that I always find puzzling is that outside of Malaysia, Gula Malaka is little known and it has seen very little use in the pantheon of typically Western desserts. Things like pound cakes and trifles, candies and puddings. You rarely see Gula Malaka in any of these. So here's my solution, my small contribution to hopefully making Gula Malaka a household sugar across the world in the form of a Gula Malaka cake. I'll tell you more about the cake in the kitchen. It's a bit Christmassy, a bit cool, and I hope you like it. So without further ado, let's make this Gula Malaka cake. Okay, we're in the kitchen today and we'll be making a Gula Malaka cake. And uh, I know it doesn't sound very festive right now, although we're in the middle of the uh, festive period. But honestly, it's just a cake born out of my pure love for the flavor of gula melaka. But I'm going to attempt to make it a bit more festive. Um, I have some longans here actually, and I've just soaked them in a bit of alcohol. Uh, and so it's kind of like those, you know, fruitcakes with some alcoholic raisins and whatnot that really herald in the uh, festive period. So uh, I just soaked them in some uh, alcohol, some whiskey actually, and uh, I'm going to try to incorporate it in the cake. I've never done this before, but it should work. I think it will turn out quite nicely. But as for the cake itself, let's get on with it. So first of all, uh, I'll need some butter. Uh, so I already have it in this bowl of a stand mixer right here. And I'm going to add some sugar to this. So I'm using some caster sugar and I'm just going to uh, beat this up together with the butter to give it a bit of uh, lightness, give it a bit of fluffiness. And after that, I'm going to incorporate the gula malaka as well. So the gula malaka I've melted um, with uh, some water. So it's in liquid form and it wouldn't do well with the, with the butter in this state. So I'm just creaming up the butter with some uh, plain white cane sugar and the gula malaka will go in after. And the butter, it's important for the butter to be at room temperature so it beats up a bit easier. Let me just find my uh, 
my paddle attachment for the mixer. Okay. Now I'm just gonna beat this for two to three minutes until it's fluffy. Okay, I'm just gonna leave it at, at medium speed. Meanwhile, I will prepare the dry ingredients. Okay, so. Just getting a big bowl. And what we'll need for this is uh, all-purpose flour. Need quite a lot here. 400 grams, or 425 actually. And we'll try to do this, measure everything out before our butter is finished creaming. And then next, uh, we need a baking soda, baking powder. I'm gonna have to sift this one. One teaspoon of baking powder and half a teaspoon of baking soda. Let's do that. Okay. And then some salt as well. And salt brings out the flavor of the gula malaka really well as well. So you can actually even go like one and a half teaspoons of taste. Pretty good. Okay, that's all the dry ingredients. You're gonna sift that all together. Making sure there are no large clumps. That's all sifted. Okay, dry ingredients done. Now, let's go check on our butter. Okay. It's looking really nice and creamy. I'm going to stop that now. And I'm going to need four eggs. Just going to crack them all into a bowl. If you want a richer cake, you can use more uh, egg yolk as well. So instead of four eggs, you can use uh, three eggs and one egg yolk. That works well as well. Okay, those are my eggs. And now, I'm gonna take them to the mixer. I'm just gonna plonk these eggs in one by one while mixing on low. First egg in. Okay. Just gonna increase that a bit so it makes this a bit faster. Okay, once that is smooth, I'm gonna add in the second egg. Again, letting it mix. Okay, now that it's smooth, I'm gonna add in the last two. Okay, last egg. Done. Then, I'm gonna prepare a mixture of our liquids. So usually for, for all these like Western cakes, I guess, uh, people use milk or cream as uh, the liquid because it gives it a really 
uh, milky, smoother taste and uh, texture as well. But since uh, we're doing a gula melaka cake here, I thought it would only be right to use santan. So I'm gonna substitute the milk for santan in this case, which I have here. I'm gonna use about 120 grams of santan, or milliliters rather. I'm gonna mix this with uh, our gula melaka. So I'm using uh, 150 grams of gula melaka that has been dissolved in 50 grams of water. So it's 200 total. And I'm just giving the gula melaka a quick sift as well, just in case there are any impurities. Looking good. So the final two components, right? I have the uh, flour mixture and I also have this uh, santan gula melaka mix. Okay. Now, I'm gonna add them in incorporations, like two to three incorporations. Start off with the flour, add about a third of the flour in. And this is again the flour and the salt and the baking powder and soda. Mixing them progressively so they don't, uh, so they maintain the texture. Okay, so that's the flour in. The first one third. Making sure it mixes well with the butter, making sure they get to know each other first. And then, just when they think it's going like a regular cake, I'm gonna add in some of this uh, gula melaka and santan. Half of it goes in, half of the liquid. Okay, making sure it mixes well again. Ooh, it smells so good. This gula melaka I actually got from Malacca itself, so it's legit. Okay, once that all mixes, gonna add in more flour. So it holds together and binds really well. I'm gonna have a slow mix again. Okay, it's doing well. I'm gonna add in the rest of the liquid. The gula melaka and santan. Now for the final bit of flour. Okay. Okay, once I see there's there no more streaks of flour, I just stop the mixing because you don't want to overwork this uh, batter. Still want it to be light instead of uh, really dense and hard, which more mixing will lead to. Okay, that's that. Remove the mixer bowl. And now I'm gonna preheat my oven. Let me turn it on. I'm gonna put it at 180 degrees Celsius to preheat. While that is heating up, I'm gonna add the final festive ingredient, remember, uh, that we said at the beginning which is the longan. Some alcoholic longan here. So I'm just gonna add that in. And this is the uh, dried longan, you know, that uh, in a lot of Chinese restaurants or like Chinese desserts they use. But instead of rehydrating them with water, 
just rehydrated it with some whiskey. So let me just fold this in. I'm actually really excited about this. It's looking really, really silky and it smells so good. Okay. And done. Okay. I'm just waiting for my oven. Uh, I have with me a cake tin. You can use a, so I'm using sort of like a silicon uh, bund, bun cake mold. You can use any kind of cake tin to be honest. I'm using this one because it has a nice design. <laughs> so that's the only reason why I'm using it. But anything works really. So let me put it in. Making sure there are no air pockets. Just gonna bang the pan a bit. Okay. Oh, that's an oven. It's done preheating. And I must say that is looking pretty darn good. Okay, ready to bake. Actually, just one more tap for good measure. Okay. Good luck. I hope you turn out really nice. Okay. And in it goes. So, just gonna let it bake for about 50 to 60 minutes. And uh, we'll come back and check on it after. Okay, so the cake has been out of the oven. I just let it cool down on a uh, wire rack for about 10 minutes. And now we're gonna decorate it. I have it on my tray here. Just uh, flipped out. And I made some icing actually. So I made some Gula Malaka icing. This is just uh, icing sugar, uh, about 50 grams of icing sugar or powdered sugar mixed in with a tablespoon of gula melaka and also a bit of milk just to adjust the uh, texture about one to two tablespoons of milk and it's now looking like this really thick glossy sauce that i'm going to drizzle on top just slowly gently drizzle it on top of the bun cake so that it drips down the sides really aesthetically you don't want it to be too runny so it like just flows off you want it to have enough body to hold itself up and just drizzle halfway down the cake so it looks really really cool okay let me continue just slowly drizzling it okay and as a final final touch i am going to grate some gula malaka on top. So I have a block of Gula Malaka here. Just for that bit of a lush look. Okay, so now the cake is ready. It's gonna slice into it actually. And 
it's time to taste. Okay, let me just get a small slice. I'm gonna take a bite. Ooh, you can see like bits of the uh, dried longan. Ooh, and it smells really nice. Okay, I'm gonna taste some. Hmm. Ooh. I think the gula melaka taste really, really comes through in this cake. And being a big fan of gula melaka myself, I have no complaints whatsoever about this cake. And actually, I think the dried longans that we were tentative about in the beginning actually really works in this cake. And it adds that bit of a uh, festive feel. Maybe it's uh, the alcohol. Maybe it's just like a dried raisin, a dried fruit. So... I think, yeah, I would call this a great success. And I'm definitely gonna have more of this after the recording. Um, but for now, just wanna wish all of you a happy holidays and happy new year. And I hope you've been well and been eating well. And I'll see you on the other side of the new year. Take care. Now that is it for this week's episode. I hope you found this recipe really interesting and easy to follow and it galvanizes you into cooking. As usual, I'll leave a link for this recipe in the show notes. But if you'd like to learn and read even more recipes, especially some crazy fun ones like kimchi carbonara and mooncake flavored donuts, you can find those and a lot more on my blog at junandtonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. Finally, to listen to more episodes of Breaking Bread, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or on the BFM app. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.